This is the Mind and Wellness Podcast. We're raising mental health awareness by discussing the little things you can do to enhance your life, covering topics like anxiety, depression, and how to handle life's pressures. With your hosts, Scott Quinnell and Jennifer Herman. Together, we will show you how to improve your mind and wellness. This podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Center for Personal and Family Development, a mental health clinic in the greater Twin Cities area. No matter what, there are people to help. For more information, visit mentalhealthinc.com or call them at 651-647-1900. And we're back. We do have a kind of a fun topic to talk about today. Uh, It's minimalism. That's it. I mean, it's minimalism. And what is minimalism? It's living with kind of what you need and not so much what you want. So I'm curious, why did you want to bring this topic up to the podcast? Yeah, so that's the thing is I uh, kind of got interested in the topic when I decided that I have too much crap. Okay. Yeah, and so I wanted to learn more about minimalism. And then I, you know, obviously I went on YouTube and watched videos about like extreme minimalists, right? Mm. People who live very with very low means and almost nothing to their name. You know, that truly is a skill. It really is. And the thing is though, is they just find the most incredible peace and like self-worth, honestly. Uh first of all, why aren't more people minimalist? It, it follows the lines of people have a hard time identifying what is important and what isn't. So, Jen, what's important to you, would you say? Wow. Um, what's important to me? Anything. It could be anything. It could be nice cars, your kids, hopefully, uh, good food. Maybe you like steak. I don't know. What's, <laughs> what's important to you? So, I, family, friends, and... You know, I, because family and friends are important to me, entertaining is. So I have a lot of decorations. I, I used to be the big Halloween party you're host. That, you're that, like, house? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The house that all the kids look forward to. Like, oh, we have to hit the, like, for me in my neighborhood, it was, oh, we have to hit the house with the, uh, with the big blow-up pumpkin. <laughs> well, my yard didn't have the big blow-ups, but inside, it rocked. I mean, the outside was decorated, but the inside, yes, it, uh, it rocked. And I'd have five Halloween parties a year, you know, in the month of October. And so I, because I love entertaining, I have stuff, you know, to decorate with for the seasons and for different types of theme parties. Yeah. But so you prioritize decorations. You really love decorations. That kind of is what makes you happy. Yep. The other thing that I have a lot of is books and papers because I'm constantly reading and downloading things to um, learn and better myself with. So that's kind of what I tend to have a lot around my house with. How about you? Ooh, I mean, personally, I've kind of realized that, all right, 
between the things that I want, between the things that I need, I put books. So specifically books about like exercise. So I'm reading a book right now about like corrective exercise, which is if something hurts, this is what you do to fix it, more or less. And then so I prioritize that. That's a need in my mind because that is a key for me to expand my knowledge. A want is artwork. I have a lot of artwork, most of which I made myself. And so I really like artwork specifically like woodsy artwork. So like I have a picture of like a bear. And then I also have a po do you know who Smokey the Bear is? Yeah. <laughs> I have I have a poster of Smokey the Bear. Do you really? Yeah. Only only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> and if you wake up every day looking at that, you're gonna change the world. <laughs> yes. I just want to give the audience just a second to think, what do you need? And so while you think about that, I just want to talk about somebody that a lot of people probably recognize, and that's Gandhi. And he is a well-known minimalist, believe it or not. Uh, he might even be the, uh, the first ever. I don't know. You know, who knows? Maybe the first well-known that we're aware of. Yeah, I mean, like the godfather of minimalism, honestly. And he, so for those of you who don't know who Gandhi is, he was a Indian lawyer, politician, social activist, and writer who became the leader of the nationalist movement against the British rule of India. And this was way back in the early 1900s. And he became considered the father of his country. And he's, he, he's most well known for his nonviolent pro protests. And I heard... I, I, I don't know if it's true, but I heard somewhere that he wouldn't eat. That's true. He starved himself until there was change. Right. Yes, yeah. And he became people. so weak and frail. Mm -hmm. And there is a documentary about him. I, is it called just Gandhi? I think it, yeah. I think it was or is called Gandhi. And I think it was released in the 80s. Yeah. It, it could, yeah. I have no idea if, if, if you listeners out there are interested, feel free to just look it up. It's it was amazing doc. I I watched it. It was an amazing documentary. It's really eye opening. Movie, I should say, yeah. It's really eye opening what one person can do. And a a fact that I learned from the documentary is Gandhi owned just a couple things. He owned bowls. It could have been one or two bowls. I don't think it was more than two. A pair of sandals. One pair of sandals. A uh, set of silverware, you know, to eat, and then books, and then glasses, obviously. And he had probably the the clothing on his back, probably, yeah. and that and was probably it. yeah the same thing. And so that's that's extreme minimalism. And obviously, in today's world, it would be super hard to do something like that. And maybe even it would just I I, I don't think it would really benefit anyone to really go that minimal uh because in these days you need money uh you need passports ids a bunch of different things and so how do you decide on how to get rid of stuff and the biggest thing the most popular thing and something that you might not even realize is the spring cleaning do you do you do spring cleaning 
Oh, <laughs> I do cleaning, deep cleaning at least twice a year. Yeah. And, and you get rid of stuff. I get rid of stuff. And so do my, well, I have one kid at home left and that includes him too. Yeah. Yeah. So you get rid of stuff you don't need, toys, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Clothing. And, yep. And so that's step one, honestly, to minimizing your life. And you look at what in your, you, you go through each room and you look at everything and you see, have I used that in the last year? Do I really need that? Mm-hmm. Do I really need that after I've held on to it for so many years and have yet to use it? If you haven't touched it in a year, why are you holding on let to it? Let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let it go. And then another big thing is get your finances in order. I mean, there's a reason we get invoices so we can look at our bills and know what we're spending our money on. And so if you find yourself, the biggest thing, especially in today's generation, is the, the, those coffee runs. As specifically, you know, Starbucks, Caribou, do you really need to go and get that Starbucks latte, whatnot, when... You know, you got a $20 coffee machine at home. You could just make coffee. I mean, if you're a really avid coffee drinker, that, that drink's only going to last 10 minutes, right? That's 6 or $7 down the drain in 10 minutes. Yes. And so that's kind of just a bunch of modern world situations, just a bunch of things that the average person can do. But I want to dive even a little bit deeper into minimalism and how minimizing your life can really affect affect it honestly and how it can change your life for the better with good planning i just want to throw that out with good planning do not make any rash decisions um like an overnight decision this is something that takes planning this is something where you know even after this episode you can't just go home and start throwing stuff out but and and that leads me to my first thing about when we dive deeper into this topic is you have to be self-aware. You have to be self-aware what situation you are in. Uh, most people that, that go hardcore minimalist uh, usually have a job that they don't really like, that they already were thinking about leaving prior to going minimalist. And another situation is they're in college. They're in college. They're just like, ah, you know what? I'm in college. I don't really want to study what I'm studying. I might want to take a year off. I might want to take three years off. I might want to live on the expenses that I'm making. You know, I make, I work 15 hours a week. I work 20 hours a week. I only have X amount of dollars in my savings account, but I want to go live and I don't really want to spend money on college. So what they do is they kind of just pack up, they take what they need and they go travel. You wouldn't believe how cheap travel can be. And I, okay, so this is a good time for me to throw this out there. And the reason I've been researching minimalism, the reason I've been researching minimalism so much is because I actually, so I got, I got, you know, I got a new SUV. Yes. This past (laughs) spring. And uh, recently I actually had built a, so I did a little uh, browsing on YouTube. Okay. This, my summer ended up being pretty long. You know, I was in the fitness industry. We got hit pretty hard mm-hmm. uh, March through May. 
and my gym shut down. And so I had a lot of free time to kind of explore things. And so one thing I explored was uh, turning my SUV into a livable mobile home, really. And so I built a bed in the back of my SUV, and I have drawers in it. I have a stove in it. I have places to put your clothes in it. Oh, my goodness. Really, Scott? Yeah, I actually. That's impressive. And so what that does is it goes back to the $100 a week is I could travel wherever I want for less than 100 bucks. That's incredible. Yeah, and the reason I did do that is because I went to Michigan uh, over the summer, and I did not have a bed in the back of my SUV. Okay. And it started to rain. And this is on Lake Superior, and for listeners who aren't familiar with Lake Superior, is it could be 70, 20 miles inland, 70 degrees and sunny. But you're right on the water. Lake Superior has its own climate. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. And so you could check the weather app, and it could say sunny all night and beautiful sunset. But the case with me was that the sun was setting. It was very pretty. And uh, the rain clouds were coming in. Oh, no. 3 a.m. hit. It was like a hurricane. So I just slept in, me and my girlfriend, we just slept in the front seats of, our, of the car. And right then I knew I'm building. So let's talk about how going minimal can improve your mental health. And it can make you less stress. Not only can it help make you less stress, but, in, but it's also been proven that stuff gives you a short-term gratification, but not long-term. And if you are buying less things, uh, especially on your credit card, that's, you know, that's less stress over bills, that's less stress over money. And especially during these times, I mean, nothing's guaranteed, no jobs are guaranteed you kind of got to play it safe with what you spend your money on. And the more you spend your money on, whether you know it or not, you get more stressed. Mm-hmm. And there's also another study. It was done by, um, let me look at it. It was Rick uh, Piders from Tilbert University. And they established a link between materialism and increasing loneliness over time. And this report also indicated there's a correlation between loneliness, and depression. So stuff doesn't really make us happy, Scott. Mm -mm. No. It's maybe the relationship that the stuff gives us. You know what I mean? Like my Halloween stuff, because I can have a, I can have a party and invite people. And that's super fun. Yes. But the stuff itself doesn't. It, it, it's the things that you have and what it provides you with. Right. In the long term. And so what we're talking about is challenging ourselves of looking at what around us do we not need that we can go without and what around us in our environment, you know, is stressing us out and how can we simplify our life so we have more time to focus on self-care and energy. Because if we're constantly picking up stuff around our house because we have so much of it. It gets stressful. It's stressful. Absolutely. And another reason why simplifying your life uh, will benefit you is it will make you overall more healthy. And the reason I say that is you will realize what is important in life. And if you don't have 
as much stuff, if you don't have as many responsibilities, you kind of prioritize exercise, reading, uh, getting new connections to new people, exploring new things. Um, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, you might think, hey, I got all this time. Uh, I, I did end up traveling. I'm going to go for a hike in this new spot. Mm-hmm. Exercise, building your, building your, or expanding your knowledge. The whole idea of living out of personally my SUV I got from social media and traveling the country, the world on a low budget came from social media. However, there are cons to social media. Isn't that interesting? Because on social media, there's all these little pop-ups of... Um, hey, do you ob- want this? Yeah. Ob- hey, you need this. Items. Yeah. It's like, hey, Stuff. this uh, new uh, this new stove. I mean, you got a stove, but you might want this stove, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it, it, a stove is a stove. It cooks your food no matter what. But social media is telling us that, hey, this one's better. This one's bigger. This one is from this new high-class company. You want this. Yep. This is how other people are doing it. You got to do it too. You got to follow the trends. And that's the thing with social media is we have to shut that out. Trends are made up. Trends are made up by humans, specifically business people that want your money. And they, they purposely do that because they have to keep recycling, cr- creating new objects, new, like you said, trends, because otherwise they're not going to be, otherwise they're not going to be bringing in new money. Yeah. They want to just give us that new shiny thing. Mm-hmm. And, and we're gullible. And the best way to do that is social media. Yep. So that's it. That's all. I, I, at the end of the day, if you are trying to make your life easier, uh, just take the things that you need and get rid of the things that you don't. I mean, there's so many opportunities in minimalism up to the point where you could travel as much as you want, wherever you want for super cheap. Uh, the possibilities are endless. And the best thing to do is to just start with the little things. Get rid of toys or kitchen utensils that you don't need. And just keep going from there. Kitchen utensils are a big one, Scott. So you nailed it with that. And with that, you can find us on Facebook at the Mind and Wellness Podcast. You can look us up at Midwest Center for You. And if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, share it with a friend, or hit the like button. It's really appreciated. That's all. This is the Mind and Wellness Podcast.